What's up, power players? You're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, author, holistic business coach, life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our coaching programs and radio show programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. Make some noise, studio. Today we have in the studio, Michelle Hollinger, who's the Chief Worthiness Officer of the Institute for Worthy Living. She's also an author. And today we're going to be talking about the power of a girl dad. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you, Simone. So good to see your beautiful face. You as well. I'm so happy to see you. So for those who don't know, I've known Michelle for many years, and she's helped me in many ways in the past. When I when I first came out with my books, um, Like a Fly on the Wall, she had me in her publications. We did many different things together in the past. So, um, you know, we got to pay it forward. We got to help each other out. Authors supporting authors, right? So um, I, I want to talk about your new journal called The Power. Pa- oh, well, the show's called The Power of a Girl Deck. What's the name of your journal related the to The journal girl? is called Girl Girl Dad. Girl Dad. Okay. So tell yeah. us what inspired you to, to create that and how does it work? So the Girl Dad Journal is really a celebration of girl dads. I love girl dads. Girl dads are fathers who recognize that their baby girls won't be babies forever. They understand that they grow into teenagers and they become women. And the, the kind of women that their daughters become is really largely shaped by that girl dad's presence in that baby's life and the, and the way he acts with her, the way he pours into her, the way that he listens to her. And this girl dad journal is designed to help girl dads who are already awesome to take their awesomeness to an, an even higher level, to, to become even more intentional about how they interact with their with their girl, with their uh, with their daughters. Okay. To, to understand that the way that they speak with them, the way that they listen with them, just the way that they interact. And there's some some really cool prompts okay, in the I'll journal that. Okay. that get girl dads to writing about just kind of processing it for themselves first mm-hmm. and then hopefully allowing it to inform how they interact with their daughters from, from here on out. And are they giving this to their daughters later or something? Or they they- are, they are. I encourage them that the girl, the, the exterior is a pretty pink, you know, so the idea is that it'll become more like a family keepsake that they'll eventually okay. give to their daughter when their daughter is of age. Because okay. I think it's one thing, it's really powerful to just have an amazing father in your life on the day to day, right? Mm-hmm. But then once you become an adult, once you become a woman to have not only the memories of how awesome he was in your life, mm-hmm. but to also have documentation. I love that this that. man was intentional about how he was showing up in your life to ha- to be able to sit and read his thoughts That's about how he intended to show up in your life. I got goosebumps right now. Yeah, I, got him with you. I got him with you. <laughs> what a gift that is for his daughter when she's a woman. Yes, yes. That's, I mean, and here's the funny thing. I didn't even realize the girl that trend started after Kobe passed. It was. And I was like, everybody said, I'm a girl that I'm a girl when he passed with his daughter. So that was like so, so heartbreaking. I want to share a little quote I found when I was doing some research on it. Fathers provide their daughters with a masculine example. They teach their children about respect and boundaries and help put daughters at ease with other men throughout their lives. So if she didn't grow up with a proper example, she will have less insight and she'll be more likely to go for a man that would replicate the abandonment of her father. Ooh, talk about heavy. Caitlin Marvasso, who is a grief counselor and therapist in Oakland, California, is the one who had the quote. Another um, interesting statistic was, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 18.4 million children, one in four, live without a biological step or adoptive father in the home. And just to give you some visual, 
That's enough children to fill New York City twice and Los Angeles four times over. So it's really heavy. Wow. That's hard. So yeah, I just think it's it's so powerful that you're doing this because so many people need, I mean, really, there needs to be people that are not just out there making babies. <laughs> baby daddies, we have enough baby daddies. <laughs> we need real fathers, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really mm-hmm. love, love the concept overall. So how, what has been the feedback so far? The feedback has been phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Whenever I bring up the topic, and, and I have to share that I have a magazine <laughs> that oh. is the foundation for it all. It's called the Daddy Dividend Ooh, because a daddy's presence in his family's lives play, pays dividends big time, to your point. Um, so the feedback has been phenomenal. We have a sneak peek edition out of the magazine right now with Finesse Mitchell, who's a total girl dad, on the cover. And the, the actual launch of the magazine will, will be in mid-November with a December issue. So the magazine is really about celebrating girl dads, really about spotlighting daddy's girls that those are successful women whose fathers were the women beneath their wings mm-hmm. we are also creating a safe space on our pages for estranged fathers who want to make their way back to their children and to celebrate estranged fathers who have made their way back to their children we want we want these space the the, the pages be about healing forgiving reconciliation recognizing that being a black father in America, Comes so loaded. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so loaded. The, the United States has executed the most perfect plot mm. to destroy the Black family. For real. From yeah. the time my ancestors stepped foot on the soil in 1619, the United States of America has had a relentless agenda to destroy the Black family for their own personal good. And they did that by doing everything they could to destroy the Black man. Right. And when a black man who has internalized oppression and who has internalized all of the United States trauma mm-hmm. becomes a father, yeah. he unwittingly parents from that pain. Mm-hmm. That phrase hurt people, hurt people takes a whole new meaning yeah. when we understand the job this has done on black fathers. Not to mention they were like breeding them like like animals. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And post-traumatic slave syndrome, the book is by Dr. Joy DeGroote. The work that she's done on that topic, post-traumatic slave syndrome, is is real. There are things, there are behaviors that Black people in general that we exhibit that we're not even aware of, and it's because of generational patterns, adaptive behavior that our ancestors had to engage in in order to survive. Right. Right. But some of that, a, a lot of it, rather, got passed down through through generational parenting. And so there's some things that, that we do in general, and there's some specific things that our fathers, that, that, that black fathers do, who are who are under the, the spell of post-traumatic slave syndrome. Hmm. It hurts us, but we but knowing where it came from, when we get to that space of forgiveness of trying to understand our fathers, if we are able to, to see the big picture and understand the impact that racism has had on black fathers. Right. That, that's a part of helping us to understand and, and to help us to, to get to a space of being able to forgive dads who needed to uh, to be forgiven. To work on being, yeah. So um, you gave, gave me a good segue because I'm going to be a little transparent with my situation. My dad, happy birthday belated. My Hopefully he listens to maybe, maybe. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, he just turned 78. So my dad was um, in my life until I was 11, like literally my playmate, my best friend, like when I, you know, he came to, and we, my mom and him were separated from when I was little. I don't even remember them ever living together, but he would always come over. He would come after school, you know, play with me. My mother would be like, you're two big kids. Cause he would, you know, he literally would like do tape record shows. This is before I had video cameras. 
So we would literally do shows. Um, so I'm doing what I do now, like makeup stories. He would be the actor with me. We'd do sound effects, you know, all kind of stuff. So he would, I used to know how to draw really well. I used to literally draw for like the, the school plays. And my dad was an architect. So he would, you know, do books with me and, you know, do things with me. Long story short, it was a whole, it's, I'm not going to get into the whole personal stuff, but him and my mother had a falling out. And um, they, I didn't see him for 15 years. 15 years of my life. So wow. I noticed, and one of my girlfriends pointed out to me, we got reunited when I was 26. And my girlfriend said, you know, she could see the, the, the shift in my relationship with men after me and my dad got back together as friends. And mm. now, I hope I don't start crying. Now he's like one of my best friends. Oh, know? that's beautiful. Yeah, my mom is no longer here. So I'm so happy to have a parent. I really am going to cry. Look. Um, Those are joyful <laughs> tears. You know what I mean? So, um, and he, and he, I literally act just like him. Like, it's scary how we act. Exactly <laughs> like, we laugh, we jokes. He's like a comedian. He's silly as, as ever. Um, and he's very intuitive too. So that's another thing. Mm. Yeah, so, so many things I didn't know as a child that, um, he would tell me. And then now I'm like, I'm catching up with stories and like, you know, things that they didn't want to talk about back then. It was too scary or woo woo. But now he's like, you know, confirming a lot of things. So it's so, it's such a, the, the forgiveness is so important and mm. it's so, so powerful to have, a man in your life that's your father, you know, your father. And I'm in an amazing relationship now. And the, the joke is a lot of people say that, oh, he looks like your dad or you yeah, they act like your dad or, you know, little things. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I just, you do attract oh, wow. the people that, you know, that you, you were raised by. But I was grateful at least that I had the good memories. You know, it didn't start off where it was abandonment from the beginning. It was just literally like um, a, a nice big gap of my, 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 my youth. But, you know, that childhood memories, I still have tape recorders of us dancing and playing and, you know, making stories helped at least with the foundation. So I know it's really important that to help women learn how it's important to make the, have, be, you know, be forgiven if you, if you can, I don't know, Absolutely. I don't know what he did, you know, <laughs> but um, I that it does, does, it does help you with your self-esteem. It does help you when you have that relationship with your dad. So let's talk it about really that does. because you are the really author, does. you're the author of another book, Sis, You're Worthy, Seven Ideas of Manifesting Your Best Life. I've noticed, yes. I remember you hosting various workshops and being on panels, speaking about worthiness. And um, obviously, I know you now have created this uh, institution of worthiness, <laughs> worthy living, right? I love the new name. So tell me, what have you seen as like the correlation between worthiness and the connection with having an abandoned, um, you know, abandonment issue with their dad or, or any kind of issue with their dad? Have you seen any correlation? Huge, huge, huge correlation. If a woman... Everything, everything that I'm sharing, I'm sharing from experience, from personal experience. Right. Mm -hmm. So if a woman is dealing with unworthiness, if she's stuck in any way, she's going to a job she hates, she's tolerating toxic relationships, and you know, she's playing small, she's not showing up in her fullness, she's not occupying her space, right? She's under the spell of unworthiness. And she also has unresolved daddy issues, there's a correlation. Okay. There is definitely a correlation. And and so the solution. I want to say the solution, a solution, because <laughs> God works in mysterious ways, right? Mm -hmm. So a solution is to resolve the daddy issues, to resolve. And, and, and it, is, it doesn't include the father. It, 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 this is solo work. It always okay. comes back to self. It always comes back to self. Doing the, any, any kind of forgiveness work, right, does not have to include the person who's being forgiven. In mm -hmm. fact, it's more effective if it doesn't include them, because if they don't agree, if they don't see the story the same way you did, if they can't give you the validation that you're looking for, you're going to stay stuck in that non-forgiveness. So it's not even about them. 
right? You get to own your feelings. You get to own your story. You get to own, you know, how it impacted you. And your work has to come from that experience, right? And so when a woman does that forgiveness work around her unresolved daddy issues, it frees up this really dense energy, energy that's sitting in her life. Because non-forgiveness, the energy of non-forgiveness is dense. It's filled with resentment, with anger, with grudges. It's filled with this preoccupation with the past, wishing that things had been different. And it keeps you stuck because you can't allow any goodness to come into your life because that that, that this energy takes up so much space mm-hmm. and it's so thick and it's just so, just so encumbering of, of your entire life, right? So when a woman does the forgiveness work, and it's important to understand that forgiveness work doesn't mean that you condoned what happened right it doesn't mean that you're saying that that thing was okay it doesn't it doesn't mean that that you're you know giving somebody a pass what is what it's doing is is you're giving yourself permission to no longer be held hostage to that experience that you have no control over mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so doing the forgiveness work involves understanding that from a spiritual perspective your soul knew that you could experience survive and endure Whatever you experience, survive and endure. Because if you're doing the forgiveness work, you survived it. If, mm-hmm. you, if you're doing the, the forgiveness work, you endured it, right? And so mm-hmm. your, your soul knew that you would be able to do the work that it takes to come out on the other side, right? A lot of people are afraid to do the forgiveness work because in order to do it effectively, you got to sit in that shit. You got to sit in the pain. You got to sit in the resentment, the anger. You got to re- you gotta sit in... All of the emotions that it conjures up in you, because Mm -hmm. the only way that you can dissolve it is to experience it. And I'm here to say that experiencing all of the anger, it does not kill you. It does not. It helps you to get to the other side and you deserve to feel the freedom that's on the other side. There's no way around the pain under it. You got to go through it. You got to sit with it. Right. Right. So when a woman does that work, to re- to uh to heal her unresolved daddy issues, she she releases from her consciousness a need to continue healing it, right? And the, you get opportunity after opportunity to heal it is the relationship with other men that show up in your life. Mm-hmm. These men show up reflecting to you your unresolved daddy issues. Yep. Yep. If, if you have abandonment issues, you got a dude who's not showing up fully present. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. They show up not to 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 create turmoil in your life. Their, their soul is drawn to your soul uh-huh. because there's an opportunity for some healing there. But if you don't know that, you're going to go from man to man to man, thinking, okay, you know what? I got to cut him loose because I don't like the way he's showing up. So I'm, just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I got to let him go, right? But if you don't know to do your own healing work to resolve the unresolved daddy issues, which is the origin, the foundation for all of these relationships that reflect back to you. You know, the unresolved that if you don't know that that's why that's happening, then you can go from relationship to relationship to relationship, not realizing that, feeling frustrated, like, oh, my God, you know, why can't I have a good relationship? Right, and right. Going back to self, going back to... Yeah, my best friend, Kim, we, that was our joke um, for many years. She was like, it's the same guy. But it was, it was more of my, you know, I have a type. So, but it, it also would be the way they would act too. She was like, it's a different name, same guy. But I want to bring up something that that was kind of interesting when you were talking about resentment and anger and holding on to stuff that you were hold, you were touching your stomach. You were holding on and, you know, talking about, um, and, you know, everybody knows I'm a Reiki master. Uh, when I do Reiki on people that are holding on to resentment and anger, 
that's where they're holding it on, right? And yes. that's the sacral chakra, those areas right there. And unfortunately, if you don't handle it, those things turn into physical ailments later. It could be um, fibroids, fake pancreatic cancer. You know, I'm, I don't, I don't want to wish that on people, but you know what I mean? You got right, it. Right. You're holding on to a, a lot of emotions, stagnant energy. The other thing that's the, on the metaphysical side is how you said how we, we're going to, we pick, we, I think we pick, we pick, we pick our parents. We don't want to believe it, but I totally believe that. I totally 100% believe that. You know, but yeah, it's, we, our soul wanted to experience this for a reason. So whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, karmic thing that we have to deal with but yeah it's, it's heavy stuff but the more we delve deep in and focus on and work on ourselves there's so many things that can happen when you come out on the other side like you said like working on here absolutely, absolutely. Is, oh my god it's exhilarating yeah it's so powerful yeah because me and my dad like we, we still i still joke you know with him and tease him um you know i'll be like hey you got some child support payments back back payment you know he never, my mother never filed child support but like i'll joke around <laughs> Uh, he'll be like, yeah, hey, I felt that in my belly. I feel like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so we'll have little jokes here and there, but like, it's so it's so nice to have this relationship, you know, with him. And it's been years now, but you know, it's just you know, I really encourage women to, if you can, get some healing, talk, get a therapist, get a life coach, get somebody to help you do it. Absolutely. Don't keep picking the same guy, same idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So with that said, let's talk about on the positive side. What have you seen with women that are? Dad girls. I mean, well, sorry, is, that, is I saying it right? The, the the daddy's girl. That's what I should say. Daddy's girl. What have you seen with those women that have had a, a strong male figure in their life? You know what I the, what I see in those women is that they're able to hit the ground running when they become adults, right? Mm -hmm. they, they can they can step right into their purpose or purposes because they might have multiple things that they're here to manifest, right? Mm -hmm. So so they, they they're not stuck behind having to figure out why do I keep sabotaging myself? The last thing I wanted to ask you was so are you working with any um fatherhood organizations or is there a plan to do any other events to help promote the the journal? Absolutely, absolutely. Since I said yes to this calling, like the universe is like downloading so many amazing, amazing ideas that um, I'm in the process of of uh, coordinating. I've connected with a young man who his name is Ricardo. Okay, um, and I'm blanking on Ricardo's last name right now. Anyway, Ricardo is the the, the founder of the Black Dad Gang out of Atlanta. Okay, um, has a lot of amazing. Yeah, has a lot of amazing merchandise, and he's doing amazing work. He's in the process together. Um, to promote his platform and to talk about the importance of black daddies, the black fathers. Okay. He and I had he reached out to me um, after he saw some content on my on my Instagram page. My Instagram page is at uh, the underscore daddy underscore dividend, and he saw some content and he reached out to me and I called him back and we had a conversation. I kept thinking that I was talking too much. He was like, "No, sis, keep talking. God just told you to tell me that. God just told you to tell me that." <laughs> it was one of those sacred conversations and we both right. know that we have some work to do together. Right. So um, so we have that. Again, we have the Daddy Dividend magazine. Um, I have a conference that I'm putting together for next year for black fathers to help them to to step into their their true power because black fathers okay. are amazing. Yeah. Um, we have another conference that we're putting together for providers, for therapists and psychologists and anyone who does any work with black fathers to help them better understand the complexities of black fatherhood, to understand how post-traumatic slave syndrome has shaped the way some black fathers show up so they can be better equipped mm -hmm. to, to engage with black fathers and help them to, to, re, to reveal all of their magnificence. I, I, I am just, I'm in awe that so many black fathers are able to be as, as 
uh, effective and, and present and beautiful as they are, considering all of the the gunk that the United States has, you know, yep. poured into their into their path to try to block them and stop them from being the best that they could be. And so many black fathers are like, nah, I'm not allowing that to define me. I'm going to create my own narrative about how I show up in my kids' life. And good. Yeah. yeah, I actually have, um, as you're talking, you're giving me ideas. I have a few people I'm going to connect you with that are very big on fatherhood and, and they're great speakers. Um, Two of them are my co-hosts that used to be on, on Star Radio Miami. So I'm definitely going to connect them with you. I got goosebumps when I said that. So, you know, we get the goosebumps. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really <laughs> excited for everything that you're doing. So please let us know the main website to see, get all your stuff because you have a lot of different things going on. So what's the main website? everybody can go to the main website is michellehollinger.com that's where you can find everything the sister worthy book the girl dad journals have some other journals that are coming down the pike for for far older fathers who are looking to reconnect everything that that um that the source is providing through me that ends up as a written product mm -hmm. is available at michellehollinger.com and you spell it just so in case people don't know how to spell your last name hollinger h-o-l-l-i-n-g-e-r Perfect. Perfect. Well, it was a pleasure having you back um, or having you on the Thank show. You so, so I'm happy to finally have you on the show. I'm sure we're going to have you back. And, you know, there's so many things that, that we can do together in the future when I come back to Florida. So definitely um, let's just keep talking. Keep in contact. Sure. Yes. <laughs> and everybody who's tuned in on On Your Power TV or On Your Power Radio, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check me out by going to ownyourpower.biz to learn more about my services from life coaching to Reiki to business coaching. Um, I also help authors get their books to be Amazon bestsellers as well. So please check us out at ownyourpower.biz and keep it locked on Own Your Power. Make sure you hit subscribe, you like, and uh, tell a friend. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own your power. Thanks, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank you, Simone. Hello everyone, I am Dr. Minka Brantley. I'm a psychologist from Miami, and I love being an expert on Own Your Power